0: Alrighty, let's do this thing. It is time for the RGH podcast hosted by MTash, True Vanguard, and Cacus HD. We've got the juiciest gamers here. We've got the juiciest gamers here ready to go. Talk about all the gaming news. We're going to be talking about Twitch lawsuits and hot tubs. We're going to be talking about Apex Arena and a massive boost to the Titanfall player base. We're going to be talking about Destiny 2 Transmog and Guardian Games. And then a little bit of Battlefield 6. And then most likely, I mean, we'll probably just talk about alcohol and food because that's what typically what happens near the end. Like, I I don't know. It really is. funny because it's true. It's true. All right. So here we go. Let's talk about the Twitch lawsuit. So if you guys are not aware of what happened, there was a lawsuit between a guy named Phantom Lord and Twitch from years ago. We're We're like five years ago. Uh, where he was banned and um he argued that he was banned wrongfully he said that twitch broke their partnership agreement he said twitch are being fraudulent here they are committing fraud saying that i am associated uh with a CS:GO skin gambling website which i'm not affiliated with that i don't work with and um he uh, got banned years ago and um you know with a lot of Twitch bans, I mean, I got banned and then unbanned. A lot of them were a little bit sus, and there isn't a lot of clarity with them. But Phantom Lord said, "No, no, 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 you guys are cheaters. <laughs> you guys, you guys are breaking the law." And so he took him to court, and then he won. He beat it, Twitch. It wasn't fast, but he won. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 think about that,
1: dude. Like, I think people are going to. Well, let's actually first. How much did he win? So this guy wrongfully banned on Twitch wins his lawsuit on all every account. For people who don't know, like when you usually do a lawsuit, there's like several different claims that like that usually it, yeah. are discussed. Because uh, you don't necessarily win all of them. You like win some, some of. You know what I mean? So this guy won on every account. So to, and Twitch was claiming fraud against him. So Twitch was kind of had their own.
0: Version of the story, they they just lost on everything. How much did he win, M Tash? Twenty thousand (laughs) dollars, not twenty million. Twenty thousand dollars, almost nothing. What the heck? There's no way he didn't lose money on lawyer fees. There's no way that was covered. Yeah, that's what
2: a lot of people were saying. Was like maybe that was part. Like that's that's actually what he got out of it. I don't know, but you would imagine if especially if it dragged on that long, that's not going to cover your costs.
1: Maybe it could have just been, that was what he won and they had to cover his lawyer fees. That's usually that's a part of it. Yeah. So it should be said that that's not a lot of money. I think so. You think you beat Twitch in a lawsuit, you're going to get bank, but this guy got nothing. But think about that for a second. Think of the, like how many and how, no, 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 but how many and how good of the lawyers Twitch has
0: on retainer. They mm. work for Twitch. They work for Amazon. These guys are the creme de la creme. Well, right? these guys you are... say that though, and then you look at the people that are running all their PR and, Trendy, and right? right, and their marketing, yeah. and it's like, well, maybe they
1: don't. Maybe their lawyers the...
0: are like the people from
1: like the commercials, like call Douglas and Douglas. Have you been? You have mesothelioma. Call. Yeah.
0: Wait, someone's like... suing us. Call yeah. the number yeah. one oh, <laughs> um, yeah, hundred. Exactly. But here is the thing: is is they did lose and they committed fraud saying that he broke his partnership and he didn't and they lost they lost on every single count right yeah but how many other people have been banned wrongfully There's how many other blood people of the water now right there is a lot of people that have probably been banned and at this point it's like whoa. dude dr disrespect bingo We've never heard the story about that dude, we, i still want to know we, i still want to know <laughs> what
1: happened to doc baby but like Something, man. Yeah. And like, are they going
0: to have to start giving exact breakdowns, showing the minute you got banned and why you got banned? Because if they don't, how do we know this isn't happening again? And important to me, you know, like, I agree. Very importantly, also, this sets
1: legal precedent because anytime there's a court case that's settled, lawyers will use past court cases to establish, hey, this is precedent on what's been set. Mm -hmm. So, And then it's much more likely the judge rules in your favor. If previous cases in court have been settled in similar things in your favor. So now, like you said, Tash, and like you guys, I think you guys both said all these other people that have wrongful bans, they can take this court case and that will bolster their cases quite a bit, actually. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this is
1: huge, dude. Like, could we see Dr. Disrespect suing Twitch going after them? The thing about the doc situation that, that,
2: I don't know. That confuses me. Is I feel like if it was wrongful, he would have gone after him because you think about how much money he would make in a suit like that, where he can say, "Listen, you banned me wrongfully," and and if he can prove it was a wrongful ban, he can sue them for the money that he should have made in the following days and months.
0: You know what I'm saying? I mean, but, that's pretty standard. Who's to, who, who's to say he isn't? Who who say isn't? Because someone who is suing someone and who has actual good lawyers, they're not talking about it, right? Like, they're, yeah, they're not gonna pretend and they're not gonna say anything. Their lawyers are doing it and they're either gonna go to court or they're not, right? Right. So maybe right. he is, but... You don't know. You I know? mean, this one, this one was
2: 2016, so you never know. I mean, I mean obviously Doc's uh, situation was much more recent than that. Do right. you think also
1: that you could argue that, like, maybe Doc is, like... Maybe Dr. Disrespect... Realizes that like maybe he got a big bolster from that because like there's so much interest and intrigue, and then the 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 return, dude. There was like three hundred thousand or like t- more people watching like basically a static screen. Remember, because he was like uh-huh. the return, and like, he didn't even return that. It was like a setup stream. I think it was like to test things. There's so many people watching just that stream. So he got like a second wave of like people and interest when he returned on YouTube, right? Because of this scandal. I wonder if like. Metrics wise, that almost like benefited him.
0: Here's the thing there is 100%, 100% at Twitch, people there that have power, that have abused power, that have banned people that shouldn't be banned, that don't ban people that should be banned. Um, Hassan was one of the people that completely abused his power multiple times. So, who's to say that hasn't happened multiple times in the past and will happen in the future? yeah it's right? so yeah. obvious like we know we know the guy like <laughs> yeah. i've 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 sat down to dinner with that guy, and yeah. like I have met him, I've talked to him one on one, and he one hundred percent abused his powers multiple times. and so you know if they don't if they don't have any balances and checks that this stuff goes unchecked forever. and you know with his lawsuit, maybe it's the beginning, and I think that there should be a much better system explaining what moment in that stream got me banned? What is the exact thing that got me banned there so I can understand it and not do it again? But they're just like, hey, uh, you know what? You're banned seven days. See you later. And we won't tell you what it was. We'll give yeah. you an approximation. It's... It was something to do with music, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, knowing that. Yeah. So, so, like, I think that's a good point. I
1: think I think this hopefully will signal a shift of, like, these big tech companies shouldn't be able to get away with whatever they want because it's like, you know, people will make, oh, it's a private company. Shut the hell up, all right? Like, this company is operating in a public space and importantly, it preaches this relationship. It draws people in, it draws creators in. Like, we're in this together. We're, we're growing together. We're here to help you. You're here to help me. People don't go to Twitch for Twitch. They go to Twitch for creators. And so it's so wrong that Twitch will, like, just completely dump on these creators and and then like not provide communication not provide the reasons for bans. like sometimes it turns out to be like false bans, like something is falsely flagged yeah. or or whatever and it, it's like they need they should be you know in some ways responsible because it's like that's
0: that creator's loss of revenue well yeah, yeah right? like if you can mess with my multi- Hundred thousand dollar revenue stream, you should probably be liable. Like, if they can just That's shut the, down someone's so right. stream that has 10,000, yeah. 20,000 subs, yeah. it's like you're making a multi, like you're making a six figure decision here that I and can't compete goes, with.
2: Yeah, and it goes beyond just bands. You know, one of the situations that sticks out to me is you have a situation like uh, Geek Chick, who took a contract with Facebook, she served her time over there at back, fulfilled her contract, and then when she was done with that, she decided, all right, I'm gonna head back to Twitch. And um, she figured that was the best thing for her channel. She goes back to Twitch, and it almost seemed—you know—we don't have any confirmation of this, but it really read like Twitch being vindictive towards people who took contracts and bailed, and then came like, "Oh, you just want to come strutting back? You think you're gonna get your partnership back?" Yeah, that was. And they denied her partnership for almost a whole year while she's meeting the she meets yeah every ticks every box for all the requirements for partnership. She applies denied, applies denied, applies denied. It took it took. Pissing and moaning on Twitter and on social media and getting a lot of people backing her and validating her of so like listen, Twitch, you guys gotta get this, you gotta restore a partnership because she's she's
1: losing income here. Yeah. You know? And I think I think now though, there's like there I think now that these companies might have to realize like people are like this whole debacle matters. And like having someone that you can reach out to that actually can help matters. And like if YouTube comes out and is like, we're more we're gonna be more transparent, we're gonna tell you exactly why you got banned. There's a ban appeal process. It's not like this weird entity of basement dwellers who decide this and like you can't interact with them. Yeah. Right now yeah. on YouTube, that's not, I should be clear, that's not the case. Like, there's been people who've gotten like their videos have been flagged for whatever, and that it's like was not true. And the the people who do the flagging or some like, entity that like you can't even people who work at youtube can't even get contact with these people Mm -hmm. it's so bizarre so that's not the case right now but if youtube does come out and say this that's like a thing that will attract a lot of people because yeah your audience will not all of them but uh, your core audience will move
0: with you and so we could see things changing dramatically so a couple things i wanted actually i want to just touch on on the youtube stuff um i was actually watching Asmongold gold the other day and he was doing a bunch of like google trend stuff And he Googled, like, Twitch versus YouTube, and obviously, there's a lot of just video content on YouTube. It's going to be bigger. But it is, like, 50 times bigger. Like, it is so much bigger, it's not even funny. And, uh, you know, live streaming here, I don't think it's as popular in a lot of people's eyes, but there are some creators that are succeeding. But also, they keep adding features that are going to allow it to be easier to succeed and monetize Mm -hmm. it. We just, I just shared a picture of it today in our group chat. Um, they've started adding like almost like a, an applause, it's called applause. And so on anyone's video on YouTube, when they have this well, feature enabled. people who have like, a pl- yeah, you have to, it's like you can yeah. enter for this beta. And it's like, yeah, it's thing. kind of like the cheer or the super chats on a live video. So, I mean, more people are going to be coming to YouTube and, and, and interested in YouTube. And if they keep is- adding features, like, why would you stay on Twitch at this point? it is, it is yeah. a nightmare over there in a lot of cases which is like an interesting feature because like for me like i i've never
1: turned on the like channel member things right because right. i feel like i can't provide like i'm i'm i don't live stream so i don't like i don't really have a place for these emotes if you could use emotes in normal chat i think they're working on that that's one thing which is funny because it's like Reddit is like he's so greedy. He makes his videos over 10 minutes. Meanwhile, I literally am saying no to free money by turning on memberships. But yeah. I just feel like I can't provide enough to be worth it. I don't feel good taking people's money every month. But like an applause feature where people are just completely can go and donate, that would help me. That's something that I would I would consider turning on because it would be like, "Hey, a bunch of people applauded this video." If it was like an opinion video or a video, it helps me tell like, "Oh, people really like this video people like engage with this video because views you'd think that views would indicate that and even likes but you know (laughs) sometimes yeah sometimes the algorithm is just like no one's gonna see your video dummy and so that's like a good way to tell like oh people are like vibing with this this type of content right so i think that's a cool idea but we have this whole other interesting debacle on twitch and that is right now the hot tub meta on twitch for those who don't know if you go to you know just chatting there's a lot of quite attractive girls in hot tubs
0: right they're smoking let's be honest they're smoking hot yeah
1: and so it's a very interesting very very interesting thing right now because so on the one hand You have a lot of people upset by this and saying like, you know, uh, you have the kind of the the typical people. Their opinion is like, look at these like female streamers manipulating poor men. But at the end of the day, it's like they're not making you donate, buddy. Like, yeah, (laughs) but it does legitimately call into question. I think the bigger issue is like, what are we doing here with the terms of service? Like, is that allowed? And it's like they're obviously clothed, right? There's no nudity, but it's very scantily clad. And then, you know, you have a lot of people bringing up, okay, if this is allowed, there's times that not just males, but other female creators have been banned for stuff that, like, there was no full nudity, but maybe it was something. I mean, the, the girl who did the the queef girl.
0: Right. She, no,
1: no no nudity at all. And she got banned. So it's like, it, it's such a weird... The, the Twitch terms and service are, you know, very... Uh, you know, hard, hard to understand. They're very what's the word? Like they're not specific on purpose. They're very ambiguous on purpose. Yeah. So it feels like that they can ban or not ban people on a whim because it's like no one understands where they fall. Yeah. So it's like a it's bringing up this huge debate on like what are these terms of service like for? Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I know, and a lot of people have varying opinions. But one of the things I see a lot is people are like, I don't think this is right because it's it's somebody that's not actually trying to make. They're not actually working hard for good content. They're just showing their bodies and making money. And I, uh, one of the things that I, con- I keep coming back to is, listen, I'm, I'm a grown man. I'm a 33-year-old male. And I know how hard it is to keep a body in good shape. <laughs> like, you got to say... <laughs> these girls hit the gym, that's these for sure. Girls, I, Let's not say there's no work involved because it is a lot of work to keep a body in good shape. So I'm not out here to, to, to shame anyone for easy... I know that that content may, at the surface level, look easy. But yeah, I think where it gets sticky is where you start uh, tying in things like innuendo. Like, what is, the, what is the girl doing actively? Is she doing something that is suggestive of maybe more sexual content? Like the interactions with bananas and stuff like that, right? That's where the gray areas come in and where Twitch is like, they've got a way. Do we need to be a little bit more specific with the way that we write our terms of service so people could clear, just clearly say, this is a, a line I cannot cross, and this is what's safe.
1: Yeah, and it's also, like, I, I would assume, though, that they would be, like, a mature audience stream. Like, you'd have to be above 18 to
0: watch that stream, right? I would assume. Well, not necessarily unless the, the content creator marks it down. That's, right. okay, and that is,
1: like, another issue.
0: So, Like, are you going to have to mark it down if you're doing a, a hot tub stream? At this point, here's the thing. Uh, is Twitch has come out and said, you're allowed to do it. It's it's in TOS. We've got our eyes on it, but like they're not breaking TOS. So, if you don't like it too bad. And um, you know, there are a lot of people that are like angry about it all and they're like, "Well, well they're stealing our viewers." Boys, <laughs> no one watching you. No one watching <laughs> you. Didn't you lose <laughs> right? You, like the people that are watching that, do you even want them in your chat? I've I've looked at some of those chats. Boys, I've done my research. Let's just say I've done my research. Those chats are such a cesspool. You don't want them to be watching you unless you want them to like be gawking over you, like, oh, reload that gun TV. Oh, cactus beat that nightfall.
1: Oh, my God. Someone actually made a point. YouTube allows fully naked yoga. Yeah. I mean, there's so many. I think you have to, you have, there is, you can on YouTube,
0: there is like a, you have to mark 18 plus, right? But, but it's like, but if it's educational, nudity is not sexual. If you're doing, if you, you can search, I'm gonna say, you can search how to Brazilian wax, and you can find some stuff on there. You can find some major stuff on YouTube, but it's education. The thing is is, though, the thing, you will have people abusing it. That you will have people
1: coming as close to porn as possible without technically being it because you you do have, especially on YouTube, you do have a lot of a younger audience, and you can make your account. Yeah, I was born in 1970, lol. And there's like no checks on that, right? Yeah. And even Twitch, same thing. So that's where you get into quite a gray area. It's like, especially on Twitch, if you're not marking that content over 18 plus, then it's like, that's a little bit sus because I have some teenager who that's where you're like, maybe you are because you have some teenager who who what's what's happening on twitch clicks a thing and sees some girls in bikinis is like what's this right like and it's like sh- that should probably be marked as 18 plus content sure. that should probably be marked as a mature stream but yeah. then it's like should it be on in its own like separate thing that you aren't able cuz like you said it's
0: up to the creator so it's like but, you forget to market. it you don't mark it one time but then the whole argument the biggest thing is well why is it 18 plus just cuz she's in a bikini doesn't mean it's sexual just because she has a nice body she's in a bikini and she has less clothing than maybe I have on right now, it doesn't mean it's sexual in some people's arguments. And that's why it's such a big argument. Because there's mm, some people well, that are saying, no, 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 like you're treating this like, like, like sex work and it's not she's just in a bikini just because she's wearing a bikini like it's there's so many yeah but then why are you
1: all but it's like why are you also in a pool and why are you also because she's a swimming banana.
0: because she's swimming but that's yeah, <laughs> it, it's, yeah such it's so a, it's such a gray uh-huh. area but, but honestly again, like i no i don't is, care that much yeah and i really because... don't think it is taken away
1: it to be important this is not taking away people's like people have, like you said you have this weird thing of like it's taken away my views it's really not but the the issue all comes back to twitch twitch will go after and ban people you know they banned that one woman because her kid was on live stream when she was going to get groceries and stuff right right. and then it's like that is that is the weird part and that is where you have to kind of step back and say okay there is definitely a point here of like some potential some twitch favoritism of like people are getting banned left and right for the most like simple innocent things and then, like the full bikini streams riding on a banana, Twitch is like, "We're okay with that."
0: So it's like, Whoa. "What are we
1: doing here?" And we there's have someone to... layer
0: rules. And there's someone that got banned recently. I don't know. I could find it if I had some some time. But apparently, was uh, on an Instagram page where the girl was in a bikini and ended up getting banned. And it's like, how? Like, yeah, you know, that's the thing too. Is look it's at like, people in
1: bikinis, but you can be in a bikini. Yeah. So again, right. it's this is this is not about i don't want people to think like we're out here like all oh, these women are in bikinis and b- you you can be in a bikini all you want but the issue is again these extremely ambiguous twitch rules yeah, yeah. where it just seems like it's at the whim of whoever is in charge mm-hmm.
2: yeah it I doesn't a twitch that's that should be one of their priorities for sure is they need to they need to revisit terms of service and they need to, they need to get, do away with the ambiguity, do away yes. with all the gray areas, and, and let creators know beyond a shadow of a doubt, this is, this is exactly where the line is. Don't cross it. And obviously, yeah. you're always going to have some degree of ambiguity where, where context matters. You have to take it case by case. by case. But yes, they need to clarify things a lot better so that creators know where those lines are. And at the end of the day, as far as the hot tub streams are concerned, I, I fall off the log saying, I hope that Twitch allows within reason, those things to continue. Because I know that, I know that women who want to use the, you know, their figure as a means of making income, I'd much rather them do it in a place where they can control their own content and not in a place where they're going to get taken advantage of. And a lot of the porn industry really does just capitalize on women. And so having a, a place where they can do that safely and be in charge of their own content and in charge of their own revenue streams
1: all right, but I exactly. think Twitch... and and, yeah.
0: and from the safety of their home, you know, like yes. like truly, like if you're gonna do it, then at least this is an avenue that is like as safe as yep. it can be. But then Twitch needs to come forward and say, "Listen, bikini streams,
1: you can do it. If you're in a swimwear, that's okay, but you must mark 18 plus. You know, they're probably gonna say this right. You must mark 18 plus, and you know, if if you and then therefore, like that's the rules. The bikini streams allowed." In a bikini allowed, but if you are knowingly, you are, you have to mark 18+. plus. If you, like, accidentally stumble across, you know, a picture or something in, in a live stream, obviously your stream might be not be marked 18+, and then we'll let you slide, right? But, the, again, it, it, we need to get these freaking rules in check, because mm-hmm. it's not just the ambiguity. It's, like, people get banned, and then it's, like, zero communication. They don't know why. They're
0: guessing. And then it just causes a huge stink on Twitter, Right. Yeah. That's I mean, the, the thing is, though, is, is you get like people like XQC, who's like, "Get them off Twitch," because there is also the camp that's like, "This is, this is a gaming website," and so it's it it's certainly not started as like, that. Yeah, it, it, it's almost like a a war between it. Like they've got like yeah. this whole like army of men that are like this sure. can't be here. But and... the thing, but it's not xqc's choice. It's not his platform. It's no, it's exactly. platform. So, exactly. so it's what it's whatever they want it to If make. anything, that guy should be banned for certain things because he's pretty damn toxic a lot of the time. He's he's done some majorly toxic things. So it's like who who's to say? Like but maybe, the, he, maybe has, he has a bad has gotten banned. He right. has gotten banned a lot. Yeah. And for, <laughs> yeah. and
1: but then that ambu- ambiguity comes up because certain times he's been banned it's kind of like really for that or like he's playing a video game, and it's like it would be nudity or a sexuality within a video game. Yeah, and then it's like okay, well that gets you banned, but actually being in an in a it's again it comes It's just all back to the crap Twitch rules, <laughs> dude. So it's all circles back to the crap Twitch rules,
0: yeah. and it all circles back to them sucking of it. at everything. They just suck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I and yeah. I think
2: it's it's also unfair to um. To say I'm against it because I'm a parent and I don't want my children running into that. At the end of the day, Twitch is not a children's platform, and the it's it's live content. Live content is always going to be you run the risk of having something sketchy. It is, uh, as a parent, I can say beyond a shadow of doubt, it is your job to say. What is okay for your kid, and if it's not okay, then you need to find ways of limiting it, making sure that you are present when they are
1: interacting with Twitch content. There are ways to do that. Interesting one though, because there is a ton of like family-friendly streamers who mm-hmm. who who is like, yeah, you can go watch, you know, Nick A thirty, right? You can go watch True Vanguard. I know that guy is gonna. But keep you've got to be in the room me, with me, PG. When okay. you're watching. yeah, but it's like you could, like, I think maybe. Twitch needs to maybe make it more apparent of like if it, or maybe crack down on like. Uh, some like false accounts of people who are younger, I don't know, like uh, Twitch maybe needs to think about that because it certainly you know what the interesting thing is, what? Twitch certainly tells its advertisers that it's like family friendly because you have a lot of family friendly brands advertising on Twitch and YouTube kind of ran into the same thing. That's why there's, there was such a push of demonetization on YouTube, right? Because you, you the advertisers didn't want them, their brands associated with bikini streams or whatever, right?
2: And maybe that's a good thing because YouTube Kids was born out of that fiasco. Mm-hmm. YouTube Kids is fantastic. My kids are on YouTube Kids a lot. They've got, they've got an allotted amount of screen time, and we know it's safer. So we have YouTube Kids on their devices that they can click on it and watch And that's fine because I know that what they're going to encounter there is safe for them to view. Maybe Twitch ends up launching a similar service. Twitch for kids, family, Twitch, whatever. That's great. Cause then someone like me can say, listen, I'm a family friendly streamer and I check all the boxes to say, I want to appear there. And I, and I know there's going to be repercussions if I break those terms of service in a bad way, if i on that platform.
1: Cause you potentially, the the thing, one more thing would add, like you potentially have a scandal here in the same exact way that happened to YouTube where you're some family-owned company, or you, or you present yourself as such, and you're checking off the boxes. Where do you want to advertise on Twitch? It's like gaming, sure. You know, chat. It's just chatting. It's called just chatting. Sure. Uh-huh. You don't know, and then you look. Oh my gosh! It's like the bikini stream or whatever, and then it's like it's like you know Johnson Johnson, a family company, right? It's like you <laughs> might not but that's a that is a legitimate issue you might not want your brand associated with that type of stuff not to, and so may, and so maybe twitch needs to like have another platform it's like just chatting and then it's like adult just chatting or, or like an adult section or something like that right because i feel like we are on the cusp of exactly what happened to youtube and then the advertisers get mad where it's like i'm i thought it was advertising on just chatting like what is this what is going on here yeah, that's true. Because one hundred percent, advertisement advertisers care about that like family yeah. friendly brand. Yeah, they don't, absolutely. Well, that they was like, care about
0: their. That perception. was like the Spider Man and Elsa stuff with where it was like yeah. it was like Spider Man and Elsa, but it oh, was like there, like it was not for kids and yeah. and people were advertising on it, and then they find out. Wait a second. Yeah. This is what is this, kids, right? Yeah. 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 Twitch lost twenty million to that dude. No, he lost twenty thousand. He didn't lose twenty Great million. Down. Anyways, let's move on. We know that Twitch is dumb, but let's talk about something. (laughs) Personally, I'm really excited. Uh, Apex Arena, and then we'll chat about Titanfall. I haven't played Apex in uh, a year and eight months, a year and nine months. Uh, We went out on a dub yesterday. Yeah, we did. After after pretty much the first month of Apex Legends, a month and a half, I quit. I just wasn't going to cover it. I didn't plan on covering it. And it was fun, but it was a BR game. But Apex Arena was officially announced on Monday. It is a three v three arena mode where you are against another team. You spawn in, and it has a buy phase similar to a Valorant or a CS:GO, and you have one life per round, but you can be revived. Now it's reminiscent, if you guys play Destiny, of Trials of Osiris. There are multiple rounds, and I think that it looks fire. Like it's pretty much yeah. everything I could want. Uh, I like Apex Legends. I like the characters. I like the guns. I like the movement. I just don't like BR games. And yeah. you know, Destiny is in probably the worst state. I, we're not gonna talk about Destiny Balance, but it's mixing two things that I really enjoy. And uh it's got me very pumped up.
2: Very pumped up. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of people are really excited about this. I mean, even some big names are like Snipe Down, you know, being like, Listen, I want my community to know we're going back to Apex, baby. Next week, we're gonna see how this is. I mean, a lot of big creators are like, Hey, we are in there really is a drought right now in the arena shooter genre. I mean, like we said Destiny's having its own struggles and its own issues. The player population is steadily declining. It has not had an uptick in a while. And then you also have uh Halo being delayed. So the arena shooters right now like there's yeah. no Titanfall 3, <laughs> you know? So this is sort of the answer to that void and I think that they couldn't have timed this any better. So I think they're going to be boom in next week. The question is how successful is it going to be long term?
1: Tell you something weird. Can you tell you the thing that I saw in the trailer that kind of killed my hype for this? What is the buying? I hate buy systems. I don't like them. I feel like it lets you steamroll. Like the team that wins the first round
0: gets the resources to like kind of keep it up, and then you're con- you're kind of always behind. So have you seen though how it works in this one? You don't keep any of your gear between rounds. Yeah. So so even like but you're typically still Valorant, have more money on kills, right? It's it is it's not that bad that's the thing is it it doesn't snowball Mm -hmm. that crazy like you definitely might have a little bit better attachments but in valorant like you're not gonna have an op and they all have pistols like you'll be able Mm -hmm. to keep up and get like you know and there's still gear on the field still gear on the
1: field
2: still drops coming down with fully kitted out guns yeah
1: i i worry though i worry though that another thing i don't like about it is because like uh, you often end up buying like a good gun that's like usually the right thing to do and so apex legends has so many cool characters and they added so many since i last played it's like i want to play those characters and use their abilities i almost wish like their abilities uh like you didn't have to buy you just had them i got you so so like you you actually like it's really important to pick the right character because like where it is now it's like i can pick the wrong character and buy the right guns and i'm good to go
2: the only problem with that is that Apex has a lot of characters that, that have uh, abilities really that are really, used. really specific to the Battle Royale experience. And so there's mm-hmm. some characters that would literally never get played, right? If if all the abilities were active all the time, for example, Loba, no, ain't nobody going to play her. Because nobody's going to use the black market to, to pull in loot from all over the map into one spot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, her stuff is all for BR looting. But she does have a really good bracelet ability. So now she's viable because you could say, listen, I'm going to buy the bracelet so I can teleport around the map where I need to. But that's the only thing I'm going to spend my cash on. And I'm going to I'm going to spend more cash on my guns and attachments. So if you if everybody
1: had all their abilities, there are some characters that would just never get any play. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like I don't like the biomechanic. I just like uh, I'm I'm not saying I'm never going to play it. I just like to me, I don't like
0: biomechanics. So would you prefer, like, you choose a loadout and that's what you get to use the whole fight? I
1: was really hoping, like, you'd pick a character and, again, you would get the abilities. And, like, yes, I know some abilities are more for BR, but then make them re- recharge short or make them usable more often or retune them a little bit. And then, yeah, you can have a biomechanic for the guns or you can, like, loot
0: guns, maybe. I don't know, but... Eh. You know what thing I... one th- one thing that kind of hurt my hype a little bit. One of the things that I love about it and I'm excited about is... If I want, I can just every single round get the R99. Every single round, every day, I can just go R99, 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 get the attachments that I want, and I can get muscle memory. Because right now... You pick up the r99 and then you pick up a different gun and a different gun and then you have different attachments depending mm, and it's like yeah. sometimes the gun is kicking like crazy and then i've got purple attachments and i can never get muscle memory in this game i swear but i yeah. always feel like i'm just like missing shots because i'm not used to the guns and so being able to buy what i want takes out one of those factors it takes My out the rng slight.
1: i hate rng my slight annoyance aside, this is huge. Like, the, the, it's already such a big brand, such a popular game. Now you have this arena mode. This is almost like a full new game. Like, Valorant is this. This is Valorant. Maybe it'll have less maps, but it has a yeah. crap ton of character. Are all the characters playable in this map? Yeah, and yeah. the new one.
2: So, adding a Jeez, new champion like, to the mix, maps. two brand
1: new arena maps. That is massive, dude. Like, this could take over. Like, Valorant is one of the most played games that is just an arena shooter. Now you have this crossover right between Apex Arena
0: and and normal BR. Huge! I mean, with Trials and Destiny, like, some people do it because they love Trials and it's really fun for them. And some people do it for the loot. But I think there's a lot of players out here that are itching for this competitive kind of game mode in arena shooter... And I have already seen a lot of people like ZK Mushroom, like Frostbolt, Pure Chill. They're all hyped on this new arena mode, and it might be a big shocker for Destiny good. how much that population is going to die. This guy right here, TV, was you were complaining today about Destiny, um, right?
2: I'm telling you guys, if if Apex Arena is so good, that's all I'm all gone. Time. I'm gone, baby. Honestly, like, though, if they, they do, if Bungie doesn't step it up, I. I, and I, I i don't say this to be dramatic i sincerely mean this playing destiny PvP right now is not fun you have to have the perfect conditions the perfect lobby but with when when it's you know so much stasis on the field i can't push an angle because i'm going to get frozen or slow before i even peek it but then i feel like i feel like respawn knows the competition because did you did you catch the way they branded this experience right 3v3 elimination by the way, there's no third-person peeking. We made sure of that. By the way, we got some anti-cheat, baby. You know what I mean? Like the way they branded it, it's almost like, Okay, you like you trials? know,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, try what playing you're doing. something good for once. Yeah, Look, you sick of I'm, COD? Sick of I'm, Destiny? Like. I'm kind of happy about it though because hopefully it means that the kids that like do recubs for eight hours a day and have dedicated their life to trials for no reason move to Apex Legends, win some actual goddamn prize money. Let me go flawless. Like, bro, bro, like (laughs) you're such a good sniper. You like, what are you doing? Spending your life in Destiny, bro, to win a $1,000 once every six months when someone organizes a tournament? Go play a real game. Become rich and famous what are
2: you doing i hate to break it to you but those guys who are ruining the trials experience for everybody else they they ain't going they ain't going nowhere Uh, they're not going to play apex you know why because the casual players can't win in trials so they're paying them to do it they ain't gonna say goodbye to their
0: income there's no way in heck they ain't going anywhere some of them some of them are high school kids and early college students that are making i mean i know a couple of them that are making like Five, six, seven grand a month. Some people even more. It used to be more. It actually used to be more, but everyone undercuts themselves apparently in the industry. They've all been undercutting themselves and the prices of carries have gone down. And because there's a lot of cheaters, anyone can do it. So there's just more competition. But, um, you know, I I heard that some of those guys are making like $10,000 in a weekend. Or sorry, not in a weekend, in a month. $10,000 Ten thousand yeah. dollars a month. There you go. Yeah, recoveries. but that's like playing like that's
1: insane. That's that's but that's like playing like fifteen hours of trials every day is available. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. right? Well, they take the rest of the week off.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I know, what are you going to spend this money on? Not your girlfriend. That's for freaking <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, but 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 here's the thing. I got a question. Then. If Apex is that good, would it kill Destiny? Could it could it kill the PvP side of Destiny enough that all that game is is PVE? Like they have not been update in Destiny forever. People Let's are. Fed Let's up.
1: talk about Destiny.
0: Let's talk. They would about... need a
2: just to answer that question real okay. quick before you do. I think they Go would ahead. need a TDM. I think they would need a team death match um, oh, okay. mode for their arena shooter. If if they were gonna really try to put, put Destiny in the ground on the PVP side of things and make really make a run be in their competition, I think they would need a standard TDM
0: mode. Right, with lots of slaying and and yeah, yeah. that'd be kind of cool though. Who here's the thing. They've got all the characters built. They've got some of these maps. Who's to say they can't add that? Pretty easy. They've got a lot of different limited time modes, right? They've had an energy recharge on your shields, different little challenges. Like, they might be able to add that. So, all right, now let's move on to the Destiny stuff. But before we move on to the Destiny stuff, let me tell you, boys.
1: Oh, I got some rants for the Destiny stuff. Now, the only way I'm getting enough energy to do this is from that Advanced GG, baby. That Advanced GG. Focus. Is the best and only clinically proven gaming supplement on the market. Uh, I've got a flavor: cactus, kiwi, lime. Tash has got a flavor: and tash mango splash. We're working on true vanguard, just pure whiskey. That's what, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna. Have... But seriously, we love the stuff. We can't recommend it enough. I had some this morning. Like we have it all the time. So uh, use code RGH when you're at Advanced GG, and uh, you'll get a discount on your purchase, and you'll help all three of us out. Even though. I've never seen the money we make from Advanced EG. We don't know who has it. It's yeah, somewhere. me neither. It's going to Tash, I think. <laughs> we, don't see any, we, we don't see any of it. We just It's very weird. Like We haven't <laughs> seen any of this money. Uh, it all goes to Tash. And then Tash, you've been upgrading your house quite a bit recently. Uh, is that true? That's
0: true? Yeah, that's true. Oh, do you that know, know true. Actually, one quick thing we forgot to talk about. Titanfall has 650% more players now. Oh did. yeah, Titanfall 2. Titanfall a fifty
1: percent increase on sales, and, and 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 I think that's just like people getting into Apex Legends; they want to like relive, it, play
0: the storyline, and it's so cheap they sell it for like five dollars or whatever it is, right? Yeah, it's like five ten dollars, nothing, right? I mean, Titanfall's great. If you never played the story, the story is fantastic, but on two, yeah, yeah Titanfall two, two. Titanfall two. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty cool. It's you see that yeah. hype there. If they're going back and playing Titanfall two um i'm curious what the apex numbers are doing as well like i know um i was just playing some random bronze games like i, I haven't played in forever and uh, i ran into some people with their mics on i'm like hey guys how you doing they're like oh the first time playing in in like a year and so there are a lot of new players that are coming back and trying out a lot the game of hype again. around this game for yeah. sure um
1: moving on we're talk about the destiny Two transmog fail some guy i remember at the beginning of the thing it wouldn't let me reply to him for some reason but it was, some guy who was like why do you guys always talk about Destiny failing, because Destiny keeps doing dumb <laughs> shit. Like, what do you expect us to do? Like, we'll we'll talk about Destiny succeeding when they, you know, what when Season of the Chosen came out, we were very positive about it because the original of Season of the Chosen was very good. All right, let's. I'm gonna explain. I I gotta have, I gotta have a little bit of i am I'm gonna have a little bit of a rant. Let me tell you for both of these topics. But i right, let's explain quickly, because maybe MTash, you don't know everything about this. Destiny 2 transmog. What is going on here? transmog is coming next season and that's the ability to turn your legendary armor into ornaments and then you could put those ornaments on your armor to basically change the appearance no matter what and and you can change like if you have a piece of armor and obviously has stats like it's been looted right and you can change its appearance to any of your ornaments so this means that when transmog is introduced like me and true vanguard and emtash we've been playing since forever You know, the uh, set of armor from Warmind in year one, I love the look of that. Like, the Warmind armor sets, love it. Now I can take that armor set, turn it into ornaments, and now I can put the, uh, I can change the appearance of my armor to those ornament sets. Everyone was looking forward to this. People were hyped. People were talking about what's the first armor set. You're going to turn into ornaments. What armor sets are you most excited to change your appearance to? Everything was golden. Until Bungie revealed exactly how it works. And it turns out they got to make money, which fair enough. But Bungie decided you were only able to convert 10 pieces. That's two full armor sets into ornaments every season. And the only exception is... Next season, with its introduction, it's going to be 20 armor pieces per character. So, four armor sets for each of your characters. After that, two armor sets per season. If you want to go higher than that, you have to pay. And the community backlash was swift. People were pissed. Because we have been waiting for this feature for, quite literally, years. And it is finally introduced, and people felt like, this transmog limit was simply too low it's like i was hyped for this feature and it's like you know if i want to convert my black armory stuff there you go that's two armor sets one from black armory one from scourge of the past that's a whole season's worth of transmog right there i'm done and i i made the point like they add two new armor sets at least every single season i mean next season volta glass armor set new seasonal armor set and god knows whatever else right that's your entire allowance for transmog. If so, if you if you if they introduce something cool that's new, it's like taking away. So you'll never catch up. You'll, you'll never, ever, ever, ever be able to complete your entire collection without paying.
2: What if instead they said, we're going to keep the same system, but your initial allowance is going to be two armor sets for every season that you have participated in up to this point? What I, would that I, do for
1: you? What if they said that? I don't even think there should be a cap. I don't even think because in my opinion, introduce bounties, make, make it so that the bounties, maybe they start off easy and they get harder and harder and harder. And so if you want to convert five armor sets, you're going to have to be someone who like, you see those people walking around with like 350 seasonal rank, 400 seasonal rank. You got to be one of those people. You got to grind. But then that would give you a reason to actually grind. Like right now, once you reach season rank hundred, who gives a crap? Like if they like, but people will pay to skip the grind all the time. Like if you said, Hey, it's going to be an absolute grind. If you want to do five or six sets in the season, or you can just pay, you get it right now. So many people would pay, dude. Do you know how many people, do you know how many people bought the anarchy ornament? Even though in a few weeks later, it was sold for bright dust. Bright dust. <laughs> no one cared. So it's like, Bungie, you're going to make
0: such bank just for giving people the option to pay to skip. Well, here's the thing. Everyone's been waiting for this for so long and everyone has their own opinion of, like, what they want their character to look like. But I feel like, with all of this, Blue Wesley made a really good statement about it, too, is, like, there are some armor sets that you know, people paid money for the old, um, Sources of heroes gear and to get all the different glows and stuff and it's like they'll haven't fixed it yeah. right and they still haven't fixed that stuff and and honestly this system there is free stuff you can get 100 i can get a bunch of different armor sets but it's transmog it's about looking how you want and being able to change it and and having that freedom and that creativity and maybe do yeah. some cool screenshots and do all these things but now it's like but you can only do that so much and then you have to pay some money and it just kind of feels weird because there's so much gear in this game. And also, I understand that they they have to monetize stuff, but like, they monetize the Eververse store, and they monetize getting a lot of these these armor skins that we could use, right? And so it's like, yeah, you know, we were, we're wrong buying
1: way, them eh? like a lot of it them, but, yeah. the wrong way. Here, here's my rant. Rant taking over Tuesday. All right, I got it. Rent number, number three. three, Here we go. Buckle up. You no, know, this I was just explaining what happened. Here's the rant. People are justifying this insane transmog cap by saying, well, it doesn't matter because Destiny 2 is a free game. You're wrong. Destiny 2 is not a free game. You know what's a free game? Apex Legends, Warframe. These are games where all the content is available for free every single time. Bungie still wants you to pay $40 for the big expansion and $10 for the little expansions. That is not free to play. Destiny 2 is free to start. So you already have all the actual real content behind a paywall and they have monetized uh, so many different armor sets and the exotic ships ghosts sparrows just now we got finally some exotic ships and stuff in the trials chest for goodness sakes can they not be generous for once because i for one am getting sick of paying for the game to finally get better. Because you have to ask the question, where is my money going? If I am refunding into Destiny 2, I am very happy. I want Bungie to succeed. I want this game to get more better content, hire more people, everything. But right now, they're clearly not spending my money on testers because they would have caught stasis before it got through the door, right? Where Where are they spending my money? Because I, they're not spending it on PvP maps. I <laughs> for point. two years ago, I not about to something where I say, my money is going to a good cause, here's a great piece of content, ever since basically Forsaken. So, where's my money going? This whole, your money's gonna go used back on Destiny? Right now, the only evidence we have of what Bungie is spending all of our <laughs> Destiny money on is new IPs. They're announcing a new IP every other week, it seems like. So, that is my concern, and that is why I am yeah. not for this translog system, I'm not for the cap, bungie throw us a bone you cannot introduce something as bad as stasis where you have the player cap drop down below where it was prior to your major fall expansion screw up this hard and have the balls to say yeah we're gonna have a really limited cap so you guys gotta shell out like fuck off like you you don't have the right to do that you should be basically begging us to stay in this franchise at this point like honestly i'm getting i'm getting a little annoyed at like they screw up as bad as stasis completely ruin the sandbox and they and they they they're that greedy with this system by all means they can introduce this type of system after forsaken when the game is good but not now like you you don't get to treat your community with such disrespect with such a limited system especially since we're holding on for god knows how long. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Pretty>
2: nice. <laughs> oh no, nice Kaga fights a siberian tiger live on youtube yeah i like that i like yeah. that a lot
1: i agree i just i, it, it I just, I just like, i'll say uh, before i bl- completely blacklist myself from anything dead sea 2 i still love this freaking game but it's just like why does it have to be two per season again that's they usually add more than two make it four right it, it's like you're not you're still gonna have so many people pay so much money up front right make it a grindy process make the bounties significant like i don't care about the grind it's just like the fact
0: that i only get two it just seems so limited two seems way too limited and then they're gonna fix it and everyone's gonna be like see they listened but it it always just feels like we're not progressing the game it's just like here's something ah it's pretty botched let's fix it and it's like that was the content a lot of damage control that was just the fixing you fix it and then you have to have a new thing you have to have a new exciting thing and like can we jump on the guardian games can we go to that yeah we're going is that that content (laughs) like honestly is that even content the first time it came out it was boring the first time it came out you're doing these laurels you're doing trivial stuff to get all these laurels you're doing just the regular activities and they're like guess what guys guardian games is coming back Nothing has really changed. It's pretty much the exact same thing. It's still boring. Enjoy. Yeah. It's not content. It's not good content. And they did the same thing, in my opinion, with the Halloween event. Like the Halloween event was like the same thing with a slight change. It's a cool event if you want to remake it and reuse it. And and, like, it's tough because if you build a really cool thing, you don't want it to go away. You want to use it. But I'm not going to say Guardian Games is is this amazing piece of content that like we got to bring back year after year. I cannot the, imagine yeah. the player base loves Guardian Games. Like, like there's one bad. guy. They've got... Uh, it really is too bad because, honestly,
2: the design team, I mean, they freaking kill this Concept. I mean, A you plus. go yeah. you go to the tower, it's like, whoa, this is so free. I can't wait to get involved. What is this all about? It looks right. so great. You check out the cosmetics in the store. It's like, oh my gosh, just so much creativity and ingenuity there with the, the designs, with the armor, the ghosts, the sparrows, the ships, everything. They nail that stuff. But then you're just doing the same thing. You're always doing
1: bounties. Doing. At least 1100, 1100 strikes. Like, I, I Unreal. Look, but really quickly, then. But, but really, really quickly. At least then. The, you mentioned the Halloween event. At least that introduced it had two important things it had a limited time playlist. So you're doing Haunted Forest, which you're not doing the rest of the year. And it's kind of fun. And they also had some weapons. It turns out they didn't put any good roles in the weapon. Like, what the hell? So. But the fact is, you're still going off these random rolled weapons. Guardian Games doesn't even have that. So, I've, I've advocated. When he first heard Guardian Games, he thought, "Oh, that we're pitting the classes against each other. It should be multi-team deathmatch. So three hunters, three titans, three warlocks clash, and then it's like you get more points for a win streak. And then imagine Bungie tweeting out, tash, True Vanguard, and whoever else. Could probably not gonna be me. You guys ever invite me? But <laughs> and and Frostbolt." They're all playing warlocks. They're on a one hundred win streak. They're they're right. the they're multiplayer's out of control. You guys need to go and stop them. And then people are trying to match you and take you down and stop your win streak. How much
0: fun would that be? How much more engaging would that be? Right I don't. Now? I don't want to win Ugh. because I went in a lost sector more. Like I'm sorry, but I don't want to win Guardian games because it's like I pounded out fifty strikes tonight. It's, a, yep. it's supposed to be a competition if i beat you faster if there was like some leaderboard where each week the fastest knight grandmaster got like some points or something you know what I yeah mean? like like yeah. the fastest warlock team gets Bro. 10 points right imagine imagine they have
2: a 3v3 action sack playlist remember action sack from halo that way it's not like hyper competitive like elimination or something like that but it's like some just silly pvp silly fun yeah. PvP game score like, oh, like- Like sumo, you know, from here. Oh my gosh, dude. dude. People
1: eat that up. 3v3v3 grift ball, basically. Or like, I don't care, right? Just make it. But here's the other dumb thing. You guys talk about the winners. Like, I love the concept of like which class is best. And it it does get the community involved. You see a bunch of memes or whatever. But whoever made, and listen, even if you're a hunter main and you have pretty much guaranteed victory, you have to be a hunter main with negative three brain cells to even think that this the way that they're balancing it makes sense because, th- like, here's why it's so dumb. Their idea was put a 10% bonus on the loser every day. So basically what Bungie is saying is we are going to give the Hunters a free week. You get Hunters dominate for an entire week and after that, it gets competitive. How does that make sense? Because as soon as Hunters maybe lose one day, they're back in the running. And also, the previous year, they had it to so the final week counted for two times so they're not doing it this year that would make perfect sense so you give the hunters a weak head start before it gets competitive but the final week is two double points and now it's like okay even though we gave the hunters a head start since it's double points now it's anyone's game they're not even doing the one thing that would justify this asinine decision they're not doing it it doesn't make any sense. It's just, like no one cares, because like it's like hunters have a, a guaranteed lock in unless all titans stop playing and the warlocks sweep. So the titans come in last every single day, and the and the hunters get. It's just like it just the 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 biggest thing though is that in both ways, both the, the last time where they valued the medals based on the number of active players, and this time with the catch up mechanic, either ways the biggest problem is still there. You feel insignificant. Both of your guys' ideas about, like, you know, the the multi-team, fastest nightfall, you have leaderboards, all that shit, you would, if Mtash came in top of the leaderboard, and you got extra points for the Hunters, or for the Titans, you'd feel like you matter. But I can try my ass off as a Titan all day, and I will not move that goddamn podium,
0: because it's just, like, out of my control. Right. It feels so bad. It feels like you have no control. But also, regardless, does it not feel like an activity just to give you or or promote Eververse. Yep, yep. It, it just feels yep. like an activity to look, be like, look there's at the things one, that you can get in the shop. There's one in-game cosmetic, and that's a sparrow. That's it. It,
1: that's
0: it. it feels like there's so much content that revolves around it. Like the team has to have so many people that are designing gun reskins and and armor pieces and transmog that you now have to buy and you can't use it and ornaments and like it, it is such a big part of it. There is like no content. It's honestly, they, they put the bare minimum out so that they can keep selling the skins instead of instead of like throwing out this amazing content where I want to come back and I'm like, hey, I've got a bunch of goodwill built up. I've been enjoying the game. I want to support Bungie. You haven't given me anything where I'm like, damn, I, you know, I'm getting a good deal here. I don't feel, you know, after two years of not getting any changes to PvP, after getting Trials of Osiris, it's the exact same thing as the first game. No changes. Zero changes. And it's just like, we've been working on this for years. Shut up. You went you, you copied it and you pasted it and you're like, this is new now because it's in Destiny 2 now, see? I just... And I'm, that's I'm why sick the
1: Transmog... I'm sick of it. You're right. And that's why the Transmog thing feels so insulting. It's like guardian games is designed to sell you eververse stuff right yeah there's everything is in Eververse. every reward other than the 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 new catalyst is an eververse and a sparrow and then it's like "Ah, you can only have two armor sets a year Ah, not suck you like fuck you guys it's like bro give us a break and the annoying part is like if they allowed you if they had an uncapped super super generous transmog system i think they would sell more ever stuff because then you're more likely right to buy yeah. the new eververse set yeah, buy the new lovely. sparrow yeah buy a new ghost because you're like oh this vibes if you take your appearance more seriously because of transmog you're more likely to spend money on stuff that alters your appearance
2: yeah yeah i hear you on
1: that i
2: don't and you think- know and it's not that i know and i see i see the comments in the chat it's not that this the guardian games is like a huge deal that we're super pissed about it's more that we just feel like we're getting L after L after L. And yeah. and it's like you're always waiting for that next big W for from Destiny. You know, yeah, we are yeah. I feel like I feel like I speak for all of us when I say we are all cheering for Destiny. I want 100%. Destiny I want Destiny to go another ten years and another ten years after that. I want Destiny to just be one of the titans in this industry. But they gotta start getting some W's out there. All right, you know?
0: Really it's- really quickly. Just picture this. Just before we go any further, just picture this. 2017, Destiny 2 launches, has pretty horrible reception overall, and they're scrambling to fix the game, right? They make some good patches here and there, but like 2018, Forsaken is a banger. That's three years ago. That's three years ago. And then we get some, you know, we get a little shadow keep here and we get some other stuff, but unfortunately. But like
1: Black Armory. Golden it was Obulance. good it was it was opulence fantastic yes. dawn
0: fantastic 100%. there's
1: been some good stuff and There's been some banging great yeah. stuff
0: yeah absolutely it has been some shit like <laughs> Game. too
1: much like right, for everything that's good they have something trash and it's like i don't they don't even learn from their own successes look at dawning so yeah uh yeah the dawning right what did they do there they had three legendary weapons the cold front the glacial clasm and the avalanche reintroduced with reprised rolls that's a fantastic idea I, spent, I still
2: use that glacial clasm
1: i spent more time baking cookies this year <laughs> yeah. than i did in all of guardian games like by uh 10 times the amount because i, I wanted the firefly roll which they then removed because they have no fun in them but like you know what I mean? Like how t- TV? How many cookies did you bake for that Glacial Chasm God? I
2: baked. I don't, I couldn't tell you a number. I baked so, and I am not a PVE guy, but I was like, bake, 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 Dude, bake, bake. that glacial. I still use. Well, I used
1: it in trials this past weekend. How do they not have the development power to introduce one legendary weapon with some cracked rolls into Guardian Games, and you have a mm-hmm. chance to get it every time you put in a medal? Yes, you, you
0: solve Guardian Games. Well, that one.
1: Would make Guardian games 10 times I mean, better.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, well, a little tinfoil in the chat. Maybe it's because I don't know. There's no PvP people on their team yeah. anymore because <laughs> yeah. they're all working on a new PvP game. What are the chances? Yeah. I'm just always like, hey, yeah.
2: hey, hey, something's busting Destiny. Can you just run over here real quick? Yeah. What just...
0: are the chances <laughs> yeah. that they have more than a, 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 a trickle of people just keeping PvP in, from imploding? Because you're not going to take your, your, your best people and stick them on Destiny at this point. You're going to put your best people in Destiny for PvP on the new PvP game that you're trying to create. Why, would, why the hell would they be on Destiny? They probably haven't been on Destiny for days, years, months. I mean, it's got to be a long time because we haven't had any new maps! Sorry. Yeah. Anyways. And, it's like, so, and so,
1: listen. And if there's like some bungee dev watching, they're probably pissed because they're like, "We are trying our butts off." That's and you know what? I kind of believe it because, especially since I hired so many more people, I feel like the things moving forward. Uh, I feel like the witch queen is. I feel like the witch queen is going to be another banger. I I really do. And even the next couple seasons, the fact that they're bringing back a raid, Like, tash. You said you're you're going to come back. Like the fact that they're reprising a raid. Thank God. Yeah. We had. We had years where they didn't do that. Like that's a big deal, but it's like enough is enough in the sense of like we don't want to hear excuses at this point. It's like make some PvP maps, stop making everything about Eververse, give us some real content, and learn from your successes. Like I said with the Dawning, you you figured it out. Some reprise legendary weapons. That's fantastic. That's what we want. Do it again. (laughs) Just do the same thing you did. Do it again with different weapons and different rules. That's all you got to do, Bungie. All like, right. we're not asking for some crazy stuff new PvP maps and doing the same stuff that we told you was good. That's what we're asking for. Are we done on Bungie? Are, yeah,
0: are we, <laughs>
1: we got it Ooh. out. We, I gotta go lie down after this. I know. I'm <laughs> like, I'm
2: gonna hey, we, we love Destiny, we're Destiny loving we do like, but we're we, passionate about it. We want to see it thrive, uh, like, the the not, worst, not
1: survive, thrive. That's such a good point. Oh, you know, the worst thing that can happen to a game. Is that you? Don't you care. You don't care anymore. You're yeah. apathetic. If I wasn't listen, if I wasn't ranting, that's when your alarm bells should be going off. And if I was like, I don't even care anymore. Let's really? move on. Let's not even talk about Destiny. Right? That's, that's when how you know
2: you're you lost him.
1: That's bad, because that's what happened to Anthem. Just everyone stopped caring. Yeah. Except for like a very dedicated, but like that's the point. So we we are at all three of us, even Tash. Like we're all Destiny fans, and we're like. Still invested in the game to a point where it's like we want to dive back into it. We want to relive those Forsaken moments, right? right. Like the weeks after Forsaken, where it's like there's nothing better than Destiny 2 when it's good. So when you're like, I, I don't even know what video to make right now. Dude, you're like, <laughs> I literally have too much content. Like <laughs> yeah. that's the golden <laughs> why bo- can't I hold all these lines And those moments were so good that we're willing to like last through years of subpar
0: content to like hopefully get back to those those years. So really. Um, do you right. want to touch on Battlefield for like 1 minute or like Yeah, really quickly. So Battlefield
1: 6, it, I think the trailer for this game is supposed to come out in May. So this is like next month we're going to get a Battlefield 6 trailer and Battlefield 6 from all accounts sounding like a banger. Like Dice, the original Dice working completely on Battlefield 4. Dice LA working just on battlefield uh, sorry battlefield six dice la working just on battlefield six expansions so the core group in stockholm that the OG dice is like they're not you know planning out dlcs they are working just on battlefield to make it as good as possible and they have like another criterion is also working with like a certain battlefield game modes and stuff they have like all hands on deck really will there be levolution so apparently it's set in 2030 Ah. these are some rumors there's some rumors and some leaks it's set in 2030 so so futuristic apparently the like the, the boston have you guys seen the boston dynamics dog yeah yeah it's gonna be like that as like a it carries around ammo and stuff for you and stuff like that so That's it's cool. like futuristic but not like jetpacks annoying futuristic still very much like modern military which is i think what everyone mm-hmm. loves and wants for the most part for like a battlefield game. Um, Cause like that stuff is cool. And it's like world war two has been a little bit overdone and stuff like that. So that is all happening. Apparently rumors there is going to be like, so apparently the revolution is like, they're going to go much more into weather. There's like a a map where a tornado is the moon going to like fall. Like a a tornado will come through and like destroy parts of the map. There'll be like blizzards and, and, and rainstorms and stuff like that uh, rumored. But apparently it's going to be a banger apparently there might be even a battle royale and hopefully they're smart enough to make it free like a war zone style thing but for battlefield and like dude here's the crazy part this uh, this could have been a topic of its own but i'll say it really quick this comes on the heels new rumor as like today or tomorrow this happened that then i think we talked about this the next call of duty was supposed to be Call of Duty world war ii vanguard and Hmm it's apparently not ready so the rumor is that that's not coming this year they need another year and instead we're going to get modern warfare 2 remastered which that's the greatest quality of, of all time in my opinion i'm oh, in baby <laughs> well like sign me the frick up but it is still older content and certainly sure. not releasing a full game and and then just only the multiplayer you know what i yeah. mean so Battlefield, that's
2: fine though but if, cod needs that honestly
1: but Battlefield could basically—that means that Battlefield is releasing almost unopposed. They're not even running next to a new COD; right. sure. it's an old COD, and a freaking unbalanced. They better make a little bit of balance change, tone down danger close, baby.
0: We're <laughs> yeah. gonna have some
1: freaking problems here. <laughs> uh, so, so this could be like huge for Battlefield. This could be like a, a turning point in the franchise because they've kind of fallen off a bit since their heyday in three and four. So we'll have to see what happens.
0: Right. Okay good those, those good little topics great little topics yeah. i feel sweaty from from like <laughs> I, I know dude it's uh it, it got spicy today but again i'm passionate I, about things and uh we were passionate about my wife brought me a, a moscow mule
1: which i've been having which may have contributed to the huh. the rat i have water i'll make you one she gave a it better t- one when she gave it to me, she was in the nude. I was like, dang, you should tar- start a Twitch
0: stream. I'm just kidding. Just <laughs> come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I think we got to wrap it up here. We've been going for a long time. It's been an hour and a half of the Real Gamer Hour. But I, I kind of liked it. I'm not going to lie. I-, I really liked spending my time with you. Thank you all for watching. Thanks for all the insane donations and just... Of today tons of likes new members yeah it's been uh, great subscribers i gotta i gotta rant more often i guess i yeah maybe we can actually get some, some views for once instead of you just <laughs> talking over us and being boring <laughs> oh
2: at least <laughs> this time you're talking over us and being interesting
0: oh. Bingo. <laughs> it's what the best you can hope for really with me <laughs> yeah. um thank you so very much we are the rgh or real gamer hour podcast we do this podcast every wednesday night at 9 p.m eastern time and uh, it's always just a, b- a banger. Straight up. I'm MTash. I'm Kaka's I'm True Vanguard. Wait. We'll see you later. Wait. A- waity.